Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Birthing Freedom with Serena Oliveira. I'm so delighted to be with you for another week, which we'll be diving into specifically the wonders of peace, presence, and pause. And I thought after touching on the importance of understanding and listening to our intellectual, physical, spiritual, and emotional needs that I tapped into last week in my episode about creative flow, I wanted to explore how peace, presence, and pause manifest each in their own power. And so I'm so delighted and want to acknowledge that this podcast started as a creative way to explore life cycle musings. And this year it's become my weekly jam and it's really developed a life of its own. And my intention is to keep bringing the insights and pathways to help level up our community of sovereignty seekers all around the world. It's been an adventure and I'm pretty excited that over a thousand listeners have tuned in as of late, which is awesome. And I'm continuously tapping into the creative flow and agency in my practice in person. And so I'm here to bring you wisdom and insight that connects us all. So through discussions of history, archetypes, mythology, science, and intuition, and future interviews, I'm so excited because I'm here to inspire you for your week. I'm also here to hone in on traditional wisdom that can help us navigate these modern waters and how to best tap into our divine inheritance of living both fully and to keep expanding into the beauty and joy that is our birthright. Please don't mind my crackly voice this week. I'm battling a bit of a cold. So as we enter the age of transformation, with technological advancements rapidly accelerating the pace of change, we see it everywhere how our lives are impacted. And I thought it's timely to share what I've observed and learned from remarkable people and practices. And so I've come up with these three P's, I call it, that are integral to birthing our potential, to be ourselves, to be in relationship, to be in a healthy, thriving community. I feel like peace, presence, and pause each have this important power that we need to help bridge this age of transformation. And while I acknowledge that it's tricky to have all at once, I'm ultimately inviting you to check in about which power teaching are you in right now, what's calling you, and to check in with your needs. And if you're called to understand one of these teachings for more embodied awareness in your life. And so with each one, you may think of an animal or hero that resonates with each power. And that could be a fun way to connect to the natural essence that each one of these powers has. So like life, like architecture, is a verb. And if designed well, it works. It's beautiful. And it needs no directions. And it does need maintenance. So let's start off with peace. Peace looks different for each of us, and so for one, peace may mean a social media fast. To another, it's finding community and entertainment, or to find one's self-worth by being alone. To another, it's being in a world with less militarized violence. Finding peace is a huge can of worms, and I'm going to open it up today in the context of what I usually go back to, and that's feeling whole. I've been playing with yoga since I was a kid, and my mom introduced me to the practice when I was four, And it really resonated to me and continues to as a way for me to feel at peace and connected with my own practice and healing. 
And it also helps me to deeply connect with my own ancestral body and my lineage from India, where my dad is from. And so specifically through the teachings of pranayama, it is a whole science that connects me to a deeper awareness of ancestral health. And so I'm going to come at peace from a yogic perspective, because yoga means a joining, and part of its meaning is the awakening of the consciousness. And ultimately, I feel that worry and fear need to be cast away to make room for the phase of harmony. Our breath is questioned or being extinguished in one way or another. That's where a separation begins with our ability to connect with our consciousness. And so if we think of the universe in the yogic perspective as being pervasive with cosmic energy, it's incredible because it connects us to Shakti, which is the power to act it's the power to create. And so peace is one of those things that's tricky to navigate in our world because Shakti is a union of everything and it gives us this power to be in flow. And so in our world where diversity is a reason to separate, Shakti's basically undermined. And so an example of this is like, we're cutting down trees at an alarming rate and simultaneously the uprootedness of our connection to our consciousness is also happening. And so our vibration reflects the separation from us and our natural world. So how many of us feel a constant divide, like a push and a pull in a world that's becoming very confusing and where there's this separation that creates a resistance and an attraction and that basically categorizes and separates things and ultimately it's a world that is not separable the quantum world is not separable but the mechanical world is and so everything has a potential to express itself in a peaceful way and I want to touch on the separation as being a part of our lack of peace because there's an acceleration of a separation of nature and with that there comes an acceleration of us 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 separating from nature as humans and so how do we find peace it can come with connecting with nature and how we don't need to separate ourselves from it and how we can embrace our animal instincts towards finding peace vandana shiva says that when we create an economic culture and an economic model that is sustained by the death of nature and also the death of women's wisdom, we measure the growth with the new sacred, which is the GDP. This legitimizes destruction and loss and disconnect, any destruction. And so cultivating the care and the sharing, the giving and the loving, that is the potential in each of us. That's where peace is its own vibe. And it's not innately a feminine vibe. It's about finding balance to be able to make more room for a calm space, to be vulnerable, to be able to expand into our conscious awareness. And so relationships are how we start to protect the natural world and protect our humanity. And how can you best cultivate more peace in this one moment if you are in a high-rise tower in the middle of a city. And yeah, you might be away from nature, but you are nature. And that's where the world feels your relationship to yourself. This ripples out in your day-to-day. And in India, the cattle's horns are celebrated 
as the animal's symbolic and visceral connection to higher consciousness. And in factory farms, they're removed. And so wherever you are, no matter what, you have this ability to connect to your higher consciousness. If you see yourself and embrace yourself and preserve yourself as a more intact version of yourself. And so I invite you to do that through the exercise of visualizing a dream in which you appear a bolder, more confident version of yourself. And how does peace, breathe into that with me, how does peace help you to get there? Okay, I'm going to move on to the next P, and that is presence. So the power through presence, it's very sensory. And if you're feeling called to be more present, how do you cultivate the gist of perception? Presencing can mean being in a soup of all the feelings as much as it can mean also removing yourself emotionally from a situation. This can be important so you can see it from all angles. And it can also help you to be both fair and analytical. And so when I coach others, I often ask, what is it that you want to feel when you're choosing a certain outcome? When it comes to birth, I often remind others that to envision your birth experience, there's so many options available. But what do you want to see? And what do you want to touch? How do you want to be touched? And how do you want to ultimately feel like how, like what's the temperature around you going to be? And how do you want to feel safe? And I find it so funny because it's a lot like sex, right? And intimacy and yeah, that's a that's a whole other episode I'm going to share, but I really want to tap into how everything's connected. So how do you feel right now and how connected to the earth are you? Are you triggered because you're hungry, tired or 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 XYZ? Years ago, I attended a 10-day meditation where there was no talking and no social interaction at all. For 10 whole days, I was in silence where I was scanning sensations from the top of my head down to my feet and back up again. That's all I did. I wasn't even sleeping. I did it in my sleep. And I think ultimately it altered my brain forever because I was able to tune in and tap out at the same time and really connect with the power of the moment. And so the power of presence brings you back to the stillness And this is a very important thing to integrate in our day-to-day because pausing is integral to ourselves and our need for honing in on our instincts. And so we come from a long, long lineage of our ancestors who used to have time as they crafted their own tools, as they prepared their own food they harvested, and there is no external force of technology that distracted them from the present. Um, Like, especially with time, right? We didn't have calendars. We didn't have this huge pressure. We did have goals, definitely. But (laughs) the technology, look at the technology that we hold. We only need one or two fingers these days to express ourselves. But our ancestors used their hands as the ultimate technology to use chisels and we used our bodies we held the tangible fruits of our creation every day 
when we didn't have electricity, we'd get up at 4 a.m. to go chop wood, to bring in wood, to make love, to go for a walk, to chat with a neighbor outside. Our sense of being present was more in sync with the cultural ties around us that valued the creative flow of the seasons. And so I want to share this beauty of being present. And so now with technology and the fast-paced lives that we live, we are taken away from our more primal ability to be present. And one mom I was recently talking to said she's been on an Instagram fast for several months and she found so much freedom in that because there's so much spaciousness to do other things and to put her attention towards with her time. And so as a mindfulness practice, if you gravitate towards the need to be more present or in presence as yourself, I invite you to see what is bringing you a sense of calm and groundedness. What pattern are you currently flowing in? Can you change the octave of how you express yourself, if not the pattern? What if you do nothing? So that's the magic of presencing. It helps you to ask these questions. And so what if you do nothing, right? And that brings us to the next one, which is, wow, the power of pause. (laughs) There's this hustle for growth everywhere. And wow, there's so many books on birth. There's so many books on self-help. There's so much that we need to do all the time. But the power of pause is the power to be. And it's not always about growing. It's so important to ask ourselves, what is our growth period? Like, we're not needing to always be in it, in the thick of it. Like, are you in a growth period right now? And so what does growth look like for you? The beauty of it being a growth period is we can integrate growth. If we look at it as a period, then we can embrace the pause as a need. In birth, there are several phases of birth. There's like preterm labor, there's pre-labor, there's active labor. And so another phase in birth is what we call transition. And this is a calm before the next phase, which is, you all know it as pushing. And so it's a pushing phase, but in transition... This pause is a crucible of integration where the body amasses the required energy and the rest that it needs for what's next. And so sometimes in birth, this even will come in the form of sleep where all the contractions, all of the birthing process stops. And so there's this need around us to be productive and we often measure our success by productivity And I want to bring it back to our disconnect from nature and our disconnect of women's wisdom and wisdom in general because now the new sacred and the measure of growth is through the GDP, which ultimately legitimizes destruction and loss and disconnect. And it's so important without the pressure of needing to to continuously grow to be able to expand. And so... We need to just chill the F out. (laughs) And so what if we could simply bask in the sun of our own creative life force? Imagine for a second that you're basking in the sun. Let's do it right now. What does it feel like? Imagine the sun rays all around you. It's so nourishing and healing. The sun allows for all of your aches and pains to fade away. 
Now imagine if pausing brings forth this amazing energy into your life. Pausing is so essential to tap into your own vitality and health while you feel assurance and clarity in all that you do. Pausing helps us to be more grateful. Pausing helps us to embrace radiance where it's needed and to tap into our life force. People often share quotes with me, and I had to share this gem that was told to me this week, and it's by Vanessa Machado de Oliveira. Yeah, she shares my last name. She says, Collectivize your heart so that it breaks open and not apart. Let us hold all the pain of and in the world without being numbed or overwhelmed. Yes. So there you are. Those gems this week are peace, presence, and pause. Those each have their own power. So when you are in your day-to-day, think, do I need more presence? Do I need more pause? Do I need more peace? And maybe you need all three, but really try to hone in on one of them and bring it back to the moment. Maybe this could be a daily check-in, an hourly check-in, a weekly check-in, and you can just keep working with the magic of each power. So ultimately, freedom and wonder create our trust. So I invite you to be curious about these powers, and I'm here to stomp on the rising dust of a deep remembering. I'm here to stir up the ancestral healing that comes with renewal and revitalization of ourselves. We give birth to a new version of ourselves every day and I invite you to pass this along if you've gained any gems that you think someone you know would benefit from. I'll be back with a special episode next week to celebrate International Women's Day. And so it's a special for everybody. Ooh, it's going to be juicy. Thanks so much for listening.